Hey, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Michael, and I'm both grateful and excited that you're here with me today. Currently on the show, we're following my journey as a creator, entrepreneur, and future family man. I'll be sharing the ups, the downs, and really everything in between in order to bring encouragement, motivation, and drive to your own daily life. So let's go out together and create the lives we want to live. Hey, you guys, and welcome to another episode. This week is going to be a little bit different as far as the episode goes and the usual schedule and routine of how we do things. So I just want to jump in and say hello, welcome. It is going to be a bit shorter this week, but I'm going to talk about some updates with what is going on. I'm going to get to our thirsty soul verse of the week, and then I'm going to end it with just some thoughts on this idea that I've been throwing around. And I think it's one that is super interesting that is worth just having a conversation about, even if it is just for a bit of a shorter time. And it is, is it easier to quit? Man, this relates so much to everything that I'm doing now, to what I'm seeing going on around me, and even in my past. So I know, I can almost guarantee you, the same is true for you, whether you're going through something now, maybe you're going back in your past and you're just reliving things that you're like, why did I do this? What is going on? Or maybe even it is going to be coming up and you are going to have to be asking yourself this very same question of, hey, what should I do? Is it easier if I just quit? Man, so I think it's going to be really great. Let's go ahead and jump right on into it. Okay, for general updates, I mentioned last episode that we are having a person stay with us that was going to the Fanime convention, and I thought I should update you on that, but the guy was super nice. He sort of dressed up is what he said on Saturday, which was like kind of the main event of the day, but he started talking about the character it was in the video game and got really into it, and it was not one that I had heard of, so I was like, oh cool but all in all he's super nice cool guy and it sounds like he might even come back for future conventions and events in the future which would be great and so fun because it is really fun to have these return visitors come and stay with you when they have had a really good experience when you've really liked them and I think kind of the best part of it all was our Sunday morning breakfast that he joined and then we had another Airbnb guest there too and there was so much talking going on that at points I was like you can't even hear yourself think like you couldn't even hear the person next to you because that's how engaged everyone was and just different conversations and I think that really is one of the best parts of having a family having a community because you are community can become your family or your family can become your community you know vice versa either way maybe it's both maybe it's a little of one maybe you didn't have a family but the community around you can become that and I think that is what is so special with our guests that we have that really join us on these days and see like whoa this is awesome and it's not something that we do you know it's not like oh look at us we do this because everyone could be doing it but it's facilitating that space to bring people together and as i've mentioned in the past that's what i love so much about drinking coffee in general when someone the other week was like what's one thing that would bring you so much joy like that you do in life i'm like really at this point in life just getting together and sitting down and talking with someone like one-on-one over a cup of coffee or going out and doing something one-on-one or with a small group to me that is the most meaningful and impactful because yeah I do love throwing events and big things and facilitating an event or a get-together or a party but for me it's more like the fun and that is the crazy the run around the get everything done oh no this went wrong what can I do this went wrong what can we do oh this didn't go like we thought it would what should we do and then ensuring that everyone is having a fun time like boom when I put that 
hat or mindset on, I have so much fun, but it is different from where I would find my own community or that longing of human interaction and connection. For me, it is definitely much smaller groups. So I think that is what is so magical almost when you experience that, whether it's you come and stay at our house <laughs> through our Airbnb and you join us for that Sunday morning breakfast, or if you make the intentional time with people around you to get together and like, we don't need to have our phones out. We can actually ask each other, like, what did you do in this past week? Or what are your plans or what, you know, you can find stuff to talk about. Yes, you can. So that's a little update and maybe even a tangent on that. And then from there, I also wanted to mention Tulip. She is our buff Orpington chicken who is super broody. And as you know, we will, I'll shorten this story for you. My mom told someone at church what the chicken was doing. And she was like, hey, we have fertilized eggs. Why don't you let her become a mother? So that's what we've been doing for over 10 days now. She's been sitting on these fertilized eggs, which are Japanese bantam, which will be a much smaller chicken compared to the buff Orpington. But when you have fertilized eggs, you don't actually know if all of them are fertilized once you get them. So what you need to do is around 10 days is usually what at least the internet recommends. You do something called candling, which is essentially just shining a light through the bottom of the egg to see, is anything growing? Is anything here? What is going on within this egg? <laughs> within this egg? Because if you don't see anything there, then it means it wasn't fertilized or maybe it was and it died and it's not going well. And those are the eggs you want to take out from underneath the chicken because you don't want them to be sitting on a rotten egg. And I even read like if you leave it there, it can get crushed. It can infect all the other eggs and kill everything. So it while it was very fun and exciting to be like, ooh, we've never done this, let's see what's inside these eggs. It also, for the health of the whole group of chickens that could come to be, it is also safety and health-wise very good to do that. So what we've been doing with Tulip is once every afternoon, we pull her out of her brooder box, we put her on the ground so that she can run around, stretch out her wings, her legs. She also loves the dust bath that we have, which is also very good because online it said a lot of the mothers will not leave the eggs to take baths which means they are inviting all of these fleas ticks mites to come on them and get them sick on top of already having like a compromised immune system body health system because they're not eating and drinking normally like they should be so it's actually really good and i would recommend that too of you know they say don't move the mother too much or interact because she might not like her eggs anymore well tulip is dedicated she loves those eggs so it is well worth us taking her out and also giving her some bread she really only eats bread and blueberries which is like snack food <laughs> not really all too healthy for them but if it's that or nothing like she can at least get some liquid from the fruit and she has a food bowl and water dish right next to her so you know, if she was really, really hungry and thirsty, we hope that she would eat that and drink that because she should, right? I don't know, but we are learning a ton and you can check on my personal Instagram or if you're friends with me on Facebook, I have it posted, the picture of the egg that we candled. And it is so cool to be like, man, there is life within this egg. Like the normal eggs we eat every week, those have nothing. They have maybe the potential, but they were not fertilized. But this, being a fertilized egg, you have a life growing in there. And this mother chicken knows how to move it around when it gets too warm, move it to the outer so that it doesn't overheat to then, oh, the ones on the outer are getting a little too cold, so let me move that in. And Tulip uses her beak as like a little hook. So when she sits back on them or one will like pop out, she uses her little hook and shoop, 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 
pushes it under her. It's very cute. Awesome to see. I am hoping to get some good videos of that. And really, I'm going to post a whole reel once these eggs have hatched because I was like, oh, it's going to be so cute and so fun to see like a shortened version of what all we are doing. And I mean, we're just facilitating, as I said, the chicken. She's doing her thing just as God created her to do. And then lastly, next week, I'm actually going on a camping trip with my friend Jordan. We went on a camping trip last year, right around this time, kind of end of May and beginning of June. So I booked this one back in February and we're actually going to like a real campsite. The last one, we were in like the overflow parking lot stall, like an old parking lot stall of where campers used to park. So I was like, yeah, Jordan, this is technically camping because we have a tent. We're at like a campground campsite along the river, but it's not camping like I know that I grew up with in the redwood forest with trees all around you and you have hiking trails to go on and, you know, all of that stuff. So super excited to go on the trip with him and have him experience this side of camping, which is more like, am I terms like traditional camping and I also have a new tent that my parents got me for Christmas a new sleeping pad that I'm going to try out and test out and just all of this cool stuff I also want to try to possibly maybe bring my pour over coffee so I can get some good content and footage of that and I think it will look really cool to be like here's how I can make coffee while I'm camping but the materials are kind of breakable. So <laughs> we'll see if I actually end up doing that. But I can imagine, and I'm sure you can too, like redwood trees, brewing coffee. Mm, you smell the redwoods. You smell fresh brewed coffee. Yum. <laughs> but with that, let's head on to our Thirsty Soul weekly verse. Alrighty, so the weekly verse I chose for this week for Coffee Up Cup and our Thirsty Soul, because if you remember, we are focused on our customers, bodies, minds, and souls, which means you as a listener, we are just as excited and invested in that for you as well. So Thirsty Soul is relating to what it looks like to take care of your soul, to quench the thirst that you have in life, where you can be doing everything. It can all be going right. You can have all the money, all the jobs, all the family, all the good things in life, but still feel empty, feel unsatisfied, feel like you're missing something. And that is what we are doing here with Thirsty Soul and kind of this, I guess, campaign <laughs> within Coffee Up Cup. But I do have the finished article that really explains it all in depth. And then we have the episode, Thirsty Soul, episode 72, where you can go and listen to all of that if you are interested. But the one for this week is Psalm 46, verses 10 through 11. And it says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. And I think this one is just a great one to choose because like I've said in the past, there are so many verses that are quoted so many times that so many people know. Like even if you're not a Christian, you didn't go to church, you have probably heard or you've seen it on signs, you've seen it on social media, artists writing it out in photos like, be still and know that I am God. And that's not to make light of the verse, but I feel like it is a good one to know, but also know a little more context within that of what comes after that. How does it end? And I think even for this section, I'm going to go ahead and read the full chapter 46. It's just 11 verses. So don't worry. We will continue on in our next section, but I think it is very nice to know how this fits in because starting in verse 10, that is when it changes narrators. I guess you could say from when David is 
saying, this is what God is. He is this. He is this. To this is the voice of God saying, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. And then it ends with going back to the narrator, David. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. And in my notes, it was saying like, it is so impactful because kind of you hear all throughout this chapter of like, so much is going on. And I think that's so true with our lives too. So I'm going to read it, but you know, you just imagine everything I'm going to be reading and then to be like, stop, know that I am God. Like, whoa, the impact with that. So I'm going to go ahead and pick it up in verse one. God is our refuge and strength and ever present help and trouble. Therefore, we will not fear though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at the break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see the works of the Lord, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes the war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. So hopefully you hear that too of like, man, can you even imagine like the earth giving way, kingdoms fighting and clashing and then kingdoms falling. Like we, we can see it in history when you study history, like these great empires that no one can defeat them and then you know, in time, someone comes along and defeats them. And to know that above all of that, like, hey, stop it, enough. And that's what in my Bible, the notes were saying, like, be still. I think the literal, like, translation or closer translation is like, enough. Within all of this, know that I am God. And I think that is amazing because so many times in life, we are just running around and we feel like there's always battles going on or fires raging. And, you know, you go from one mess to the next, to the next, to finally you go to bed and you're like, I can't sleep because I'm thinking about the mess of tomorrow. (laughs) And within all of that, I think a lot of people take comfort in the be still because it is something that when you think of that, you think like, oh, still sleep peace a little lamb a little baby a child falling asleep like they're still now they are at rest but the other side of like enough i think that is just as impactful of sometimes you need to hear that in your life when you are spiraling out of control or going down to depths that you shouldn't you just need a voice to say enough stop it know that i am god and that's something that god can bring to you and from there the verse saying that he's going to be exalted among the nations in all of the earth. That is also so comforting to know. But I think even more within that, at the end of the verse, which it is a refrain because it says it at least one other time in there, that the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Just affirming like, hey, right above in that verse, you know how he said, (laughs) you know, be still enough. (laughs) Know that I'm God. I will be exalted in the nations and the earth. This Lord Almighty, guess what? He is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. And why would you go into a fortress? To be protected, to be safe, to, you know, go somewhere where outside of the fortress, you are helpless. You are on your own. You are destined for death. But inside of a fortress, knowing that God is our fortress, 
guess what? We can have life, eternal life. So, whoa, hopefully that is helpful and more so hopefully it is encouraging. Go throughout this week and memorize this verse. That's what I'm going to be memorizing. And I have seen with my other verses that I've learned, I will be listening to a podcast and all of a sudden they talk about 1 John 2, 15 through 17. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's the verse I learned on the very first week. Or, you know, later through on, I'll read a verse and they're like, Ephesians 2, 8. I'm like, mm-hmm, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. You know, all of that. So I think it is really crazy to see how even in my own life, I'm finding connections with these verses to other podcasts I listen to, social media posts I see, conversations I'm having, articles I'm writing where I'm like, whoa, why did I choose this verse? I don't know. You know, like I know to a certain extent, as I mentioned in that post, like you can choose different verses for different reasons, but also knowing that you don't know how God, the Holy Spirit within you can use this verse to impact yourself or maybe even others. Maybe by you listening to this, whether you are a Christian or not, or whatever experience you've had with God can show you something new, something that can bring you hope, comfort, and a future, and ultimately a relationship with Jesus so that you can have eternal life. Okay, so we are at the title of the show now, easier to quit, question mark. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, this is something that has been so relevant for me and in my life at this current moment. I am experiencing a lot of it. I am seeing a lot of it too. And it's something that I think is super interesting and helpful to talk about. And sure, you may hear this from other entrepreneurs, but I think a lot of times people will always just say, don't quit, keep going. As I've said, and I know you're probably sick of hearing this too, because I am too, like, just keep showing up, just keep doing it. You know, don't give up. Uh, you, you know, we, this is a hard time in your life. And you're like, yeah, it is. Have you gone through that? Or, you know, maybe you went through it, but you seem to be having a very nice time right now. So it's really not encouraging to hear that when someone else is shining bright and, you know, supposedly living the perfect life, which if you've listened long enough, we know, don't you know, we all know, you should know. <laughs> if you don't, you will know now. Those people many times have a ton going on under the surface within themselves, within their lives where, yeah, it is super easy to look wonderful and beautiful in front of a, a camera, even behind a microphone too. It's so easy to say things that you don't really mean or that you're not feeling or your heart is not behind. And it's actually way harder to share the hard things, especially say on a podcast or on social media where you're posting something and be like, hey, you know what? Yeah, it is maybe many times much easier to quit, but here's what I think about it, here's what I'm going through, and really it's up to you, but here's where I'm at right now, and here's what I'm going through, and as I usually say, hopefully through that, through hearing the personal side of the things I'm going through, you can take from it what you will, and hopefully either think back on some past experiences and better work through those, or maybe you have something run on in your life right now where you're going to be asking this question, or maybe we don't know the future. You could come into something like right now you're like, hey man, I'm fine. Life is going good. I am content. But guess what? The future is just around the corner. And you may be hit with something where you're like, oh my gosh, why is this happening? Must I go through this? So congrats. I'm going through it right now. So let's talk about this. Let's jump on into this. <laughs> 
So I think for myself, the two places that I am seeing this personally and that I am living through are in regards to the business program that I am in, as well as Coffee Up Cup, my business that I have going. And it's wrestling around with this question, like, is it easier to quit? And I know from just living life and how I've been raised, like, no, it is not. Like, it sounds much easier. It feels nicer. It will all be done much quicker just to quit. But I know, like, no, it is not. But it really is something that I think every small business owner, entrepreneur, you know, anyone out there who is really, you guys, just living life, you have to ask yourself this, or you may be asking yourself this with even the smallest of things. Like, oh, I signed up for this, but do I really want to do that? Like, I committed, but I can also just as easily send an impersonal email and quit and get off it. Ooh, that sounds nicer. Let's do that. So it comes up a lot, but for the business program I'm in, if you've been listening long enough, you already kind of know that I haven't been having the greatest of times with it. I locked myself in the program for the full year, and that's something that you just do when you're signed up. I already paid for it, and I'm fairly certain it is much harder to quit and get my money back. Like, I could quit, but I'd be out all the rest of the money that I've spent and haven't used up. But then at the same time, I took time off for when we were watching my niece Lydia, which was great, lovely that I didn't have to do anything with the program. But then as she went back home, I felt like I needed to tell them like, hey, I don't want to take advantage. I'm back. So you can add me back in. I was added back in, but then I really haven't been doing anything with the program. One, because I am just so burnt out with entrepreneurs, with business programs, with people saying things and just knowing like, I know it's coming from a good place or yes, you went through that, but the life I'm living right now, I'm just running from one thing to the next to the next with all of this on my shoulders and in my thoughts and dreams of like, I need to go there. And it's just so different. Let's just sum it up like that. Like it's just so different when you're doing it. And at a certain time, you do kind of need to like distance yourself from some of that. So I'm like, okay, I need to step back still from all of that. But then the place that I'm in within the business coffee up cup ideally with the program they would want you to have an audience before you launch so that when you launch you can get the momentum going right away to me yeah that makes sense amen to that like yeah i want to have a successful launch i want the business to get up and running and jump 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 like go 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 let's go but to get an audience to do all of that you basically have to become a social media manager, a content creator. That is what I'm doing almost every day. And when I don't, I'm like, I didn't do my job. I didn't create content for social media because how else are you supposed to reach out to people? Hmm. And these days and the age that we are in, you will most likely be doing it through social media. And yeah, you can choose which social media element or venue you'd like to use, but most likely you're going to have to do that. And hopefully you draw people in you get their email, then boom, they are plugged into your newsletter. And then that's a secondary way where you can grow that. And then as you know, with Coffee Up Cup, I wouldn't want it to build a community with Remote Workers Club. And yeah, once they're in there, then boom, we will have so much fun. It is going to be great. And that's something I have to keep reminding myself when I'm thinking like, is it easier to quit? Yeah, it is because running a community is a lot of work. But kind of the sad thing is that I can't even get to wanting to know should I quit or is it easier to quit because I don't have people that are signing up or are even interested. And then it goes back to the audience like, man, 
building an audience is really hard. Like it takes so much work. I've been trying to do that with this business, Fisher Philbrick, and you see after a year and a half, probably over a year and a half now, because I've just, I keep telling people like, it's been going for a year and a half. So it is probably over a year and a half of doing this. I still struggle to get people to listen, to tune in, to comment, to interact, to do anything. And so I'm like, uh, part of that, maybe I'm just not very good. Like I have to look at that and be like, yeah, maybe I'm not the best social media manager or content creator. I do enjoy it, when I get to be in front of the camera, when I get to talk, when I get to speak, which you know, because that's what I do here. And I love to talk. And I said this was, was going to be a short episode, but very likely because I like to talk, it might be the full length. <laughs> that's just how it goes. And I did theater. So I do like to be in front of people. I like people looking at me. I like to look nice in front of other people <laughs> and to perform and do all of that stuff. But even liking to do that, it's a lot of work. And then when you know, say a video doesn't pick up, no one does anything with it, you're like, I'm just liking it with my two other Instagram accounts. And that's all the likes and interaction I get, which I think Instagram knows. So liking that is not going to help the algorithm at all. They're just like, dumb, dumb. We know it's you. You're on the same device. <laughs> so that alone is and can be discouraging. And if you are in your own small business, you know that, or maybe you're going to start your own small business. And I would say, be ready for that, I guess. You know, I don't want to discourage you from doing a business because I still think it can be one of the most freeing, the most fun ways to, you know, work in this life where you're going to have to work. But seeing like, hey, you can create your own business. I would say though, if you haven't started a business yet, you can potentially begin to build an audience now, which will save you so much time. So going back to the program is that I feel like because my next steps before I can launch, I need to create an audience. I can't really do anything in the program because they are not set up to be a social media program. They don't have really videos on that. They have one video that the wife of one of the coaches has shared in the Facebook group. And yeah, I've seen that's 15 minutes long. It's very long and yay. In one month, she got 30,000 followers. But also, is that the case for everyone? No. There is no way to tell how you are going to be successful on social media. People will say that. They will have programs that will say, we will guarantee you this many followers. But is it real? I don't know. Are they just a bunch of bots you're getting? Probably. And the algorithms on these tech sites are always changing. So you watch a video from just six months ago, and guess what? The algorithm will have changed. And within the program too, they also don't have like content on creating or managing or building a community, which to me, like it's no problem that they don't have the social media stuff or the community stuff because I am one kind of learning that with the social media on my own. I mean, I hate it. I don't like it. Like, oh, it's so slow and just dragging my feet. But the community side of things, I actually went ahead and got a lot of research on my own figured out where I know how to build that community. But guess what? My problem is I don't have the people to be in it. I have five people signed up, but I wanted at least 10 to 15. And even getting that is like super hard and like bash your brain and <laughs> just awful. So I'm like, even the stuff I learned how to do, I can't do it. So all to say though, that has been something that I always just think about. And yeah, in the beginning of the year, I sent a bunch of feedback to the program and they sent it all the way to the top guy. He wrote me back. Yeah, ugh, whatever. But I did reach out 
And then I just kind of like keep it all to myself until for some reason, I just can't go on anymore without speaking to someone, speaking my mind, saying what I need to say. So I did reach out to the main coach and he is so nice, so genuine and kind. And that was something I shared on my social media. I was like, you know what? In this life right now, like all I'm looking for with the relationships I make, build, reach out to, I just want kind, genuine people that no matter what, like they may be having a terrible day, but at the heart of who they are, they have learned probably through a ton of trials and bad times in life, but you know, they have strengthened themselves to become a person who will respond kindly, who is genuine, who may not understand exactly what you're going through, but who can be there to take in what you have to say, to support you, to point you in the right direction. So that was something that this one main coach is, which I mean, hooray, like he's the best part of the program so far. And I've told him that I was like, you're just so good at your job or, you know, you're, you're a great person. I don't know. Like, what do you say? But I found that when you do want to quit, a lot of times you do need to reach out for help. And maybe it is not even asking for help, but saying like, Hey, like my first part of the email was like, Hey, this is what's happening. I just explained to you all, you know, the social media thing. Like, I feel like I'm wasting time. I spent a lot of money and I'm wasting a bunch of time. Where do you think I should be going within the program? Because I haven't even logged in. I'm not watching videos because why would I watch videos that are so far ahead of where I need to be when I'm stuck in this zone of a friend that I have in the program? He was telling me like, hey, I think we'll be lucky if by September we'll have a big enough audience to launch. And I'm like, dude, are you serious? That's basically the end of the length of the program that I'm in. And I will have wasted this time of, I really want to know how to run ads for the business, how much money to spend on ads, how I should be balancing the financials of what I'm making versus what I need to spend on a new order that tied in with ads and how much it costs to get the customer. And yeah, you're spending a lot of money on ads, but in the end, it will be worth it. All these things that I don't know that's why I'm here. And that's what I want to know and learn. So it was very good that I did go ahead and send out the feedback and really ask for help from him as the main coach of the program. Because my initial thought and feeling in these last few days building up to when I was like, you know what? No, I've just got to email him was just emailing saying like, I'm not enjoying the program. I don't think it's working for me. I should have already had a business before I joined. Then it would be helpful. You guys kind of got me in and, you know, I'm just wasting time. So I would like my money back. I'd like to quit and just be apart from you all. And which is, you know, another way of saying quitting. That would be so nice. It would be so good because I don't know, just the feeling that I had when I was on a break with watching Lydia and doing my own thing. And like, Michael, you're in charge of this brand. That was so much better than being in a program where I feel like they are supposed to be helping me be successful and then say I am successful, then they'll be like, uh, uh, it's because he went through our, our program. It's because of us. He's one of our numbers, but I'm in the program and they're not helping me. I'm not using them at all. So to me, I'm just like, uh, gross. It would be so much easier to quit. But at the same time, maybe there are other students in the past who have quit and maybe they were so close to being in a position where say like this program could help them or with their business. Maybe they went ahead and quit the business because they were having such a hard time finding an audience, <laughs> building an audience like I am. But maybe just around the corner, they would have hit some unexpected algorithm luck where 
all of a sudden they have people that are actually invested, that do care, that aren't just robots following you or people following you out of pity or just your family and friends who are like, oh, look, here goes Michael on another business idea, (laughs) which I don't think it's quite at that point yet. But at the same time, I've been doing this a lot and I'm going to be doing it a lot in the future. So to see like, oh man, this audience thing, like I love creating a new business, coming up with the ideas. I love running that new business and doing all of that, creating the vision and like, let's dream big, think big, let's do it. But you can't have all of that without an audience. Like who, who are you going to sell this dream to, this vision to? And then I get to like, why am I even doing a product-based one? Because everything I love to do is like bringing people together like come together let's do an event let's have a farm and teach you this let's do this this and this and it's all in person so it is a very big struggle and has been of like trying to wade through this topic of like yeah it's almost always gonna be easier to quit feeling wise you know when you get up you're like can I just be done with this with school even too. people in college like when I was in college I mean, I look back now, I'm like, man, those were some good years because I was real good at doing the whole, you have a part-time job, you have classes that change every semester, then you have friends built in within that, you have free time, you have trips you can go on compared to adult life where you just work, work yourself to death, (laughs) basically. But when I was in college, I was trying so hard to get out of it. And I had tons of people around me that would take a break off, they would quit, and they would not come back. Or maybe they did, but they're just like kind of half going at it. And the temptation is there almost in everything you're doing, even relationships of you're going through some hard times and you're like, is it just easier just to quit, to break up with this person, to leave them, to divorce them, be on my own? And I think that's where it is very tempting to want to do that, to feel like that. Because in the end, I think most times, It is a lie, (laughs) a lie straight from the devil, (laughs) if you were to get into that. But it's a lie that society is telling us, that our minds, our hearts are telling us. And we feel like because it's in our minds, it's in our thoughts, it's in our feelings, it's in our hearts of like, hey, it will be so much better if I leave, if I quit, it will be easier. And it's like, no, actually, it won't be easier because maybe you think it will be easier. But in my case, if I quit the program, I will never know. Maybe those people, if I just waited a little bit longer, they could be super helpful. Or that same program, they finally, oh, thank goodness, finally got a community manager. So maybe this new community manager, she is going to make ripples throughout the entire program. That is going to make it what I was intending it to be where I can have a community where I can interact and get to know and become friends with other entrepreneurs and the coaches even and my business. Maybe right now it feels easier to quit because I'd have one less thing to do in the day, one less thing to create social media content for, to feel bad about, to tell people, oh, and I'm also doing this along with these five other things. (laughs) So yeah, temporarily it would feel a lot easier, but In the long run, I'm not going to be happy. I don't want to be living with regret and not knowing what could have been. And I think all of us have gone through experiences where we have felt what that feels like. And it feels terrible to know that, you know, I gave up too soon or maybe I give up too soon. A lot of times you won't know because guess what? You didn't follow through. You didn't persevere. And those are traits that are so hard to learn. And even once you've learned them to put into practice and to go through, it's something that 
I'm not sure if it's ever going to be easy or comfortable, but I know in my own life, once you've gone through some of these enough, you just got to be like, okay, it's one of those times. It's not going to be fun. It's not easy. And that's what I told the coach. I'm like, I understand that building this business is not easy. I'm in the hard part where you have to keep going. You have to show up. You know, I sent some of their own program language in the email. So I'm like, I understand. I'm not stupid. I am not against challenges. I actually like challenges. That's like, if I didn't like challenges, I would not have this podcast. I would not have quit that full-time job. I would not be starting a new business. I wouldn't, you know, I would not be doing anything that I'm currently doing now. So I'm like, you have to know that. Like, I'm not someone who's just whining, but I need help. Or I feel like so deeply within me, I need to share this feedback because I would rather quit. But the much harder thing to do is to, as I mentioned, reach out for help, whether that's to a friend, a family member, telling them like, hey, things are not going good in this situation. I need help. Or I need you just to be here, to listen to me. Like even when I get to needing to record an episode, some days like today, I was like, I am not into it. I do not want to do it. But once I'm talking, I'm like, well, this is really fun. So I actually can make it a bit longer of an episode. Like, oh man, Mike, what are you doing? I don't know. But something about talking is super helpful. So if you can do that in person, to talk through what are you feeling? What are you going through? And do you actually need to quit? Or maybe you do need to reach out to someone. You need to send the email to the program you're in to let them know respectfully, politely, professionally, hey, this is what I'm experiencing and I don't think it's going good. What can you do? How can you help me? Can these changes be made to further accommodate me? You know, you have to take those steps sometimes and I joke that like, man, this program, by the end of it, they're going to hate me so much because I am the difficult person. When I was in community management, you have those people and even customer service. Every time they email in, I'm like, oh, they probably mean well, but they are a lot of work. They are high maintenance. They're always complaining. They're always, you know, giving feedback of how this could be better and this. And yeah, it's actually very helpful. So on the vision end of things, like my boss was like, whoa, this is so helpful to know. Like, even though they're really upset or they're about to quit, like we can use this. So I know just from that experience, like it is worth it for me to, I feel like tarnish my name, which maybe it's not because I'm trying really hard to be respectful and say like, you know, like this is just what I'm experiencing. And I do have a lot of work experience within community management from customer service, being in a new business and helping people build up that business. So like, I'm not just complaining and yelling at something because I need to yell at something. It's like, ah, man, I want to be there and I want to be helpful. So I hope that, you know, I am not tarnishing my name, but at the same time, I also think and 100% believe that if, say, this program takes some of the feedback that I'm experiencing, because I know there's so many other people who are experiencing the same thing, but they're not speaking up, they're not saying anything, that if they can implement some of this, it will be such a great program, like one of the best ones out there, which they probably are already like one of the better ones one of the best ones out there and even then i'm like oh man if this is the best let's see like it could be so much better and they're really small things so not to say that like it's always super easy just to change things or like shame on them for not knowing which that part does confuse me a little bit i'm like uh you guys all have tons of brands and experience and millions of dollars and some of these small things you don't understand or you don't get i don't know but at the end of the day Sometimes you do, instead of quitting, instead of being comfortable, you have to throw yourself in even further to be like, 
if I want to get out of this experience, out of this job that you have, this relationship you have, and touching on the relationship, a lot of times the confrontation that you have, those deep conversations where you are connecting with a friend, a spouse, a lover, someone you're dating, uh, you know, whoever it can be, while those conversations are really hard to start, to talk through, to get through, maybe it takes a while to kind of get over whatever that issue is or to patch that, repair it. In the end, it will be so much better off for the both of you. That relationship will be much stronger because you are invested. And that's what I would see when people are giving feedback or they're reaching out for help. It's because they are invested. They want something good to come from this and they are not taking that easy route out, which is just to quit. Or in the in-person jobs I have, people just stop showing up and then maybe they give notice, maybe they don't, but they literally like just quit out of the blue. And I'm like, man, you have burned so many bridges. But I think overall within this topic of is it easier to quit? The lie is that yes, it will be. It will feel so much nicer. You will be so much happier. Temporarily, everything will be fixed. It will be solved. That major pain point in your life will be gone in an instant, all with the words, I quit, or get me out of here, give me my money back, or I'm breaking up with you. I want a divorce. <laughs> I never want to see you again. Or, you know, you just ghost the person and then they never know what happened. So, yeah, it's going to be easier. Definitely. It'll definitely feel like that. But if you know that, that is a lie that you shouldn't be trusting that even though, because I know a lot of people are like, but that idea is felt within me. It is within me. <laughs> I know it's weird to be like, yeah, you can't listen to that. You can't always listen to that voice or the voices in your head. You have to know like, hey, this world is full of evil and of sin and there are going to be spiritual attacks coming at you. There is going to be so much going on, some that you can't see, but even within yourself, the inner turmoil of wanting to give up and maybe part of God's plan, let's bring it back to that, is to have you be that successful entrepreneur that can go out and share these thirsty soul weekly verses, which people are like, eh, he's sharing a Bible verse. But hey, who knows? Maybe that can be turned into something really awesome and really great. And if I quit now, I will just have regret, maybe. Like that's the one thing that a lot of people, you know, you don't want to end your life with all these regrets. Or just constantly be trapped in and like talking to people like, hey, I never know. Like, I don't know what could have happened, what could have been there. And it doesn't mean you regret that. But are those questions you want to ask yourself? Are you okay with asking that? So I guess that's how we'll end it now. Yeah, we're ending early, <laughs> only by 15 minutes. But asking yourself that, thinking back over all of the experiences you've had in your life, and even the one that I almost forgot to mention, but we had a long-term Airbnb guest that was supposed to be here for the whole summer into early fall. And after four days, she's just like, I quit. I'm moving out. I'm going to be refunded the remaining amount. I'm gone. I'm out of here. And I don't even know exactly what went on because even when they say like it's for this reason, there are so many other reasons. But we have had so many people that do so well staying long-term that get to feel what it's like to be in a family, a big house with, we have other Airbnb guests too. They become friends with those guests. Like it is so much fun. So to see her just quit all of a sudden and suddenly, like we're never going to know exactly what went on within that. But it's also something where I'm like, man, it probably did feel easier just to quit. And yeah, uh, I don't know. There's so much within that, but I know for yourself too, you've either gone through things, you're currently in it, or maybe you're going to come to it and just know that, yeah, 
persevering, getting through some of these hard times. It's not fun. It's not easy. It is going to be so, so tough. But save yourself from the lie of thinking that everything in life will just be easier if you quit. Because if you do that, if you follow through with that, where are you going to be? You're going to be on the outs with nothing, either regretting what you did in your life or just stuck in that state of never knowing what could have been. Thanks for listening to Fisher Philbrick The Show. Here's how you can best support us. You can subscribe, comment, and rate the show. You can share this podcast with your social circles and even consider becoming a monthly sponsor of the show. Any of these items that you're able to do will make such a big difference. Thanks again for listening and for your support.